Tuesday afternoon. It's good to have you with us. Do you know you start every show with, oh, here we go, and I like it. I do. <laughs> we have to get a montage. Just every time we do something, you're like, oh, here, here we, we go. go. I'm excited. I'm excited it's, about starting the radio show. It's like, like it. you're on a roller coaster of fun, and we're all invited. Yeah, well, here we go, because I tell you, after four o'clock, <laughs> here we go. Strap fun, yourselves in. That fun continues, because if you want to go to South America, then we have the competition for you. You can get in the draw then. And next, have you ever oh, wanted... here we go. Have you ever wanted to spend... <laughs> $20 million because Adele gets to spend $20 million after her New Zealand shows and I'll tell you next what she has spent part of that money on. Oh, here we go. Back with the music again. Oh, here we go. Strap yourself. Hopefully you're the Answer. regulation height and you've strapped yourself in because it's a roller coaster <laughs> of radiance. Jono Ben and Sharon. Jono Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Do you know who makes a hell of a lot of money? Adele. She just played three shows here in New Zealand and she got paid $20 million for these shows. That's crazy. I said to you that fact you didn't believe me that Live Nation and the promoter said to her she could have all of the funds from the ticket sales. And what did they get? They get like a little food and beer and stuff. Oh, whatever. They got some cut. I can't. I, I don't know. But twenty million dollars is a lot of money, and she's already started spending it, and she's only been gone in for for a week's time. Uh, she has spent twelve million of that New Zealand dollars on a like brand new house. She's Good just gone back and be like, you know what? We need Simon a new house. And so her and her husband Simon they she went and bought a, a house. She did shows though in other places though, right? Well, she made $350 million so, yeah. for the entire tour. <laughs> Simon's having a laugh, isn't he? No, yeah, yeah, we should buy a $12 million house. <laughs> I great. agree. Sounds I agree. Great. <laughs> hey, I made 200 bucks this week. I'll just put that with your big pile of money. Brag about it. <laughs> well, that's what Simon would be oh, saying. Simon, well, you yeah. you. I was like, brag, mate. Simon's like, oh, I've got a couple of extra hours work at the factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you know, help, help out? Like to help out and stuff? Oh, no, God. They probably got to dinner and she probably splits the bill and stuff, eh? Yeah, that's that. I, I would make it. Simon, you're not going to pay for our dinner tonight. Where's your chivalry? And yeah. he's like, babe, you, pay, you haven't paid me my <laughs> nanny wages yet. Babe, you're Adele. <laughs> but it got me thinking in the car on my drive to work this morning uh, about what not I Not when you're concentrating on driving, but anyway, we'll get to that later. Because I got a small attention span, Jono. But I uh, was thinking about what I would spend $20 million on if I was Adele. Now, if you would like to contribute to this, we would love to hear about it on 0800 The Edge. Let's take all the boring stuff out, like charity and like what you'd give your family nice and all things, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Nice things, but boring. Let's Doesn't talk about... Doesn't make great radio. Oh, I want to pay for grandma's hip replacement. Oh, I want to buy my parents a new dog. Get out of here, mate. We don't want you. <laughs> this is what I spend $20 million on if I had it. First of all, I would get a custom-made car in the shape of a dolphin. So think shark bus, but it's a dolphin. Okay. But when I uh, changed lanes or tooted the horn, it would make a dolphin noise. So it would be just driving along and then like... As you'd like swap fame. Oh, no, novelty, so of that, yeah. novelty of that would wear off nah, pretty quickly. Nah. Well, imagine trying to great. reverse park your dolphin and car. And the tail, the tail like flaps in the wind and stuff. It'll be so good. And quite then, good if you had your head out the hole, out yeah. the blowhole. <laughs> and then I would pay a million dollars for Richie McCaw to come on my dolphin car with me and christen it. I'd be like, a million He's bucks. He's not going to do that for a million bucks. I'd be like, bucks. a million bucks. Two million for you and Jimmy. Take it or leave it. You and me, one night in the dolphin car. Come Chris and the dolphins, okay. home, mate. Yeah. Right, that's that's, a, that's, what, that's what I would spend my twenty million dollars on. And by the way, we're we're getting it own on a mat- mattress that's filled with five. I don't think notes. you could buy Richie McCall, but anyway. Well, you don't know how magical. No, my maybe maybe is. I'd buy this radio station. Like I'd sponsor, so you guys had to go. Brought to you by Ben. He's awesome. No. Every time you talk for the next twenty years, it was like, like sort of like Kim Jong in North Korea. You'd have to big pictures of me up everywhere, and you'd be like, he's awesome. Oh, 
been. Talk about worst <laughs> boss <laughs> ever. <laughs> what a self-indulgent boss. <laughs> brought to you by Ben. He's awesome. You'd have to say that every time you talk. <laughs> what would yours be, Jono? I'd give it all to charity, eh? Oh, Boring. what a winner. What a winner. What a good guy. What, what right, would you actually do? Not to do that. No, what I would do? I'd start up my business called Man Mannery Glands, where any guy who wanted a pair of bosoms could come and visit me. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, eight hundred the edge. What would you spend the twenty million on? We've got prizes, so give us a call. Ed, what would yours be? Uh, build myself a huge um, arenas for paintball, laser tag, and also archery with the foam heads. Oh, you're a paintball guy. God, I hate paintball. Every time I've done paintball, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Running around the forest like an idiot, getting shot. It's never nice when you get shot. Who enjoys doing that, Ed? <laughs> uh, probably me. I actually played with um, one of my mates who's was body. He actually got, accidentally got shot in the head pretty close. It was a really big bruise and it was bleeding. Mm, so does that, does that sound like fun? Does that sound like fun to you? I don't know if I'd spend 20 mil on it, but good times. Thanks so much, Ed. Someone text through to 3343. I'd buy an adult's ice cream bar with boozed-infused ice cream. Ashley, welcome along to the show. What would you spend $20 million on if you were Adele? Um, I would go on like a three-year-long OE and not scrimp on anything at all. Oh, what, are we, what are we talking five here? Five-star... Yeah, yeah, everything. Oh, buffet. <laughs> All you can eat buffet breakfasts. I'd probably take a couple of friends along because I've got to put up with my kids every day as well. So I'd take them as well, but take some friends just to kind of change it up a little bit. Oh, oh good times. That sounds pretty sweet, doesn't it? Sounds no, like you a can great also, idea. You can, you can pay someone to look after them. You can, hey, I tell you what, with $20 million, you could buy new kids. It's true. <laughs> you could, you could buy, buy new buy kids. cooler kids. <laughs> you could. Better looking kids. Vita, what would you get? I would, if I had all that money, I would honestly set up this raunchy as clothing line where I would like, you know, like Rihanna, I would like put out all these, I don't know, crazy like, um, clothing things. Oh, oh so are you saying you're like, talking about sexy clothes out there? Yeah, and like, um, <laughs> like crotchless chinos and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and they would they would have all these like cool designs and stuff. It's kind Ooh. of what you think, though, isn't it? Well, I've never seen a pair of crotchless well, not chinos. chinos. No, true. No. I'll talk to my mates at Hellstone Brothers. See if they came. <laughs> Could be a new thing. Could be a new thing. Hello, what would you spend twenty million dollars on? Uh, I'd spend it on hoverboards. Hoverboards, oh, not bad. Horrible investment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Twenty hey. million dollars on hoverboards. That's a great idea. And Angelo, <laughs> what would you spend twenty million dollars on? Uh, I would buy like a hot tub cinema. A hot tub cinema. <laughs> oh, so what? what? Like yeah. it comes and sits in the spa pool and watches the movies. Yeah. That sounds like a soup of a whole lot of people. I don't think that's a really good no, idea. No, no, just for me. Just, oh, oh, just for you. Great. Just for you. A okay. Cinema, so you can sit in your hot tub, you can watch Hot Tub Time Machine. No <laughs> one's watching that terrible movie. <laughs> Thank you so much, babe. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Now, last night, The Bachelor was on. You're right, Sharon, you're trying to make a... Why are, you still, why are you still talking on the phone, mate? mate we're, we're, on the we're trying to do a radio show. You're talking on the phone. And just because you're whisper, whispering doesn't mean we can't hear you. I, sorry, guys. I didn't realise that my mic was on and I was just talking to one of our uh, potential ladies for our $10,000 date that we're doing with Hallenstein Brothers and uh, we'll maybe meet her later on. Yeah, because it's a pretty cool competition we're running, kind of like our version of The Bachelor. And I was saying last night on The Bachelor, um, Lily, uh, she was having a little moment with uh, Zach. 
and she was she she had she she wrote on her leg, which was quite a weird moment. That was unusual. I don't know if you saw that. She's kind of like lifted up her skirt and was like, "Eyes oh, up! I've got a message. <laughs> I've got a message." And then yeah, she, so she lifted up her skirt. And then she's like, "Eyes up!" <laughs> which and is like, well, "Don't pull up your skirt." <laughs> that is so weird. But it was quite funny because she's quite hard case. But she um, had these little questions that she had written on her leg that she was going to ask Zach, and this is one of them. Do you eat the skin on the kiwi fruit? No, I don't eat the skin on the kiwi fruit. No? No. He said no. And I mean, I really think he should probably rethink his life priorities because that's where all the vitamins are. Why, why did she have to write that on her leg? Could she not remember that question <laughs> in it's her like head? A, it's like a magical like little thing that if he'd said yes, then she would have been like, oh, higher question. And then eventually <laughs> it'll be like, what does it say on my vagine? <laughs> that's pretty much where the next question was going to be. Do you like aubergine? <laughs> Up though, so what does she say? She she's reckons, quite hard case, so she was obviously just having a bit of fun. She's a good sport, she seems quite fun, bubbly, but I don't yeah. know if she, I don't know if she's gonna win, but she seems like a good candidate. Yeah. So, was she saying that you eat the entire kiwi, kiwi fruit, fruit skin and all? This is interesting because I eat the apple, everything, the, the core, core, the pips, really? the pips, everything. I'll just uh, the whole thing, don't let any of it go to waste. And this thing my dad taught me, who I don't do this, but my dad eats the whole orange skin. The skin, skin of an orange. That's messed Top to bottom. Up. John Pry doesn't like anything to go to waste. <laughs> so what are you getting from the, the skin of an vitamins, orange? Mate. Uh, yeah. Vitamins, mate. Vitamins. It's way so sprightly. It's way so randy. Are, are you not getting enough vitamins just from the fruit? It's like I saw the other day that you should be putting your avocado seed in a smoothie. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What, the big, the big sort of pip Yeah, cool so you like cut it up into quarters and whack it in your no. blender and there's heaps of real good vitamins and stuff in there. But So we've been debating about Lily today. You two, you don't eat kiwi fruit skin. No. no. I'm a kiwi fruit skin eater. It's a national That's debate. That's gross because it's so furry though. Yeah, it doesn't That's seem disgusting. like it's meant to be eaten. It's like not what you don't eat a banana skin. Doesn't sound like a good time. Neither mm-hmm. does eating a kiwi fruit. I don't even like puff from the kiwi fruit. Just like the thought of it because of the hair drivers. Do you not like the furriness of it? No, like even just thinking about touching my mouth just makes my mouth feel powdery. Yeah, what's it? Yeah. They are furry little weird round things, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? But they're ours. That's all they're we've got. They're ours. They're ugly looking I don't fruit. know if they are actually ours. I think we stole them from another country, but that's for another time. There's Zespri's overseas. <laughs> yeah. We just stole them and renamed them. <laughs> well, we want to know. And we also called it the Kiwi Burger. Well, you know, we didn't invent the hamburger. <laughs> we want to know though on 0800 The Edge, or you can text us through to 3343. Do you eat the whole kiwi fruit, or is the skin out of bounds? It's a national debate. All right, we're going to take 10 quick calls on this. Damien, what do you do? I eat everything. Skin on on the grapefruit. I leave just the stalk on the apple. Pears, the kiwi you know. fruit, though, Damien. Do you eat the whole kiwi fruit? Yeah, I do. What? He doesn't neglect any part of his eating oh. process. He's a thorough man. Good on you, Damien. Let's call number two. Georgia, what do you do? Do you eat the whole kiwi fruit? Yeah, I eat it with the skin on. It's so sour and nice. Oh, yuck. Thank you so much, Georgia. That's two from two for you, Jono. Three. Jessica. Am I the only one doing this counting thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jessica, what do you think? Do you eat the whole kiwi fruit? Um, It really depends what kiwi fruit it is. Green with the fur? No, I wouldn't. Oh, yuck. Yeah, green with the fur. Because I, I didn't realise the gold ones didn't have fl- fur on them. Zach, what do you think? Do you eat the full kiwi fruit? Yeah, I eat the full kiwi fruit. A lot of people do it, mate. What the heck? This is a 100% a hit rate from people saying that they would eat the full kiwi fruit. Uh, someone else said, eating the skin means you don't need any cutlery. You just tuck into it. That's a good point. Um, I eat the skin if it's a golden kiwi fruit. It's the same as what Jess was saying before, but I won't eat the skin if it's green. I eat Racist. the whole kiwi fruit. Ooh, uh, thank you. Finally a normal person. Ooh, gross. So don't eat the skin of a kiwi fruit. That's disgusting. And then somebody said, skin on if it's in a smoothie. Smoothie, skin off if you're eating it straight. And a smoothie skin on. Oh. How else do you get to taste the nutritious
just pesticides. <laughs> How else do you get to taste other people's hands who have been fingering oh. the kiwi fruit in the supermarket? That's yeah. true. How true. you got to eat you the whole thing. Skin. Yeah, that's that's right. maybe the man I am today. You are such a weird human being. But right. there you go. We found out today the majority rules that there that everybody does eat the full kiwi fruit. You weirdos. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We're giving away $10,000. It's pretty exciting. Stop Snapchat. She keeps, Sharon keeps holding her phone up, and I know you're doing weird things on Snapchat to me. I'm just trying to talk into a microphone. Photo she my puts job like mystery filters that we don't know We're what it is. We're playing guess the filter. Well, I'm going to put them on our Instagram page, so go look it up at Edge Afternoons on Instagram. Okay, we've got $10,000 for you listening right now. Oh, yes. uh, basically, Helen Stone Brothers, one of the uh, the key sponsors of The Bachelor, Zach's looking sharp. Do you notice they're always, like, every time he walks in, they're like, nice suit, Zach. They do, because they're oh, sexy suits. They look great. The they're suits great. look great. And uh, anyway, Helen Stone Brothers have uh, come on board and we're doing the 10K date night experiment. Basically, three guys. We get $1,000 each. Flash new Helen Stone Brothers suit. They all have the chance to impress our special lady. Once she's gone on the three dates, she then has to decide whether she wants to go on a second date with one of them and split $10,000 mm-hmm. or keep all that moolah, all the 10 grand for herself. It's pretty. It's a pretty big prize. Huge like, prize. Awesome. And the thing is, is that you go on these dates and they'll probably be the best dates that this lady's ever going to go on because usually if you're going on a date... What's your you budget on, for a date? What's yeah, your budget for a date? It depends how much you like them. You know, that first date, you're not probably going to go all out because what if you don't like them and then you've taken them to a five-star restaurant, you know? Yeah. So, so these guys got $1,000 to spend on. Yeah, so they've okay. got $1,000 to spend. So they can go and do something really extravagant. They're not going to be taking these people to the International Food Court or Burger King or something like that. They're going to be doing something flash. It's going to be good. But I we love need... the International Food Court. So international. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> it? The United hey, Nations of let's cuisine. Let's not get stuck on whether it's international. It is international. You're right, Jono, but we can do better for this. But the first part of our $10,000 date night experiment is we need to find the girl. And we've been getting a whole lot of people registering on the edge.co.nz possibly the most entries I've ever seen for a dating competition that we've done. It's gone nuts. And uh, we've narrowed it down and we're going to be talking to a few of them today and we've actually got someone on the phone right now. Michaela, you're keen for this? Um, Because I've been through a lot and I'm finally trying to find myself and do my own thing and um, I think I'm a pretty cool person. Tell us what you've been through, therapy session. Oh, you know, I'm in my last year of uni trying to figure out what I'm going to do, just Uh, that sort of thing. what, What are you studying? Um, psychology. Wow. Oh, okay. may, may I suggest you become a psychologist? Okay, yeah, I'll take that into consideration. <laughs> so, Michaela, one of the things I find interesting about you, is it true that your ex-boyfriend cheated on you, but you're still friends with him and the girl that he cheated with? It wasn't my ex, but it was my ex-ex. Okay, and so how yeah. are you still friends with both of them? Um, they're really cool people. Like, they, I honestly wow. love them both. Yeah. You're a lovely person, oh, aren't you? You are a nice person. So you're doing this for yeah. the money or you're doing this for hopefully finding love or maybe a bit of both? Well, probably a bit of both. Like, I was talking to my mum and she was kind of like, if you really like the guy, like, do it. Like, there's nothing to stop me from, like, just giving him half, you know? That's true. That's true. Yeah. And you are going to be taking on a pretty romantic date, but have you had any bad ones? What was the most awkward date you've been on? Okay, so we went to Nando's and my mum and my best friend were walking around the mall and it was just like so awkward. He he wasn't talking to me and he wasn't eating his food and so I had to text them to rescue me and they did the whole like, oh my gosh, like come ASAP um, emergency. So I had to like just leave. I just couldn't do it. So he literally didn't speak to you at all if you you didn't ask him a question? Oh no, I was asking him questions but it's just like one word replies and I just couldn't do it. Did he not like Nando's? Maybe maybe he was a vegetarian. 
Yeah, maybe it was the Nando's thing. Because uh, Nando's is great. Yeah, yeah. Nando's is lovely. Well, Michaela, you sound... You He's sound... like, I can't believe this idiot took me to Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hate chicken. <laughs> Michaela, you sound bloody lovely, and I'm looking at a picture of you, and you are smoking babe and hot oh, as well. So you. we'll have to wait, wait and see how this gets on. We're going to pick our girl tomorrow, but all the best, Michaela. Thank you so much, guys. Always weird talking to psychologists. Have you been studying us this whole time? What do you think I about what, what do you think I about Sharon? Been. What do you think about Sharon and Ben? Well, if I win, I'll let you know. Oh. <laughs> Well played, well played. Get some free good. psychology. <laughs> good on you, Michaela. We're quite excited about that. One. Last chance to enter too, because we have to announce our, uh, our special lady tomorrow, don't we? Yeah, we do. Thought that was interesting. She went on a uh, date with a guy who just gave one syllable answers and didn't eat an Andos. That is the worst date of all time, unless you got the chicken burger. Then get that burger and then get out. Yeah, what she did. So good work. Well, are you calling that the worst date of all time? Possibly. There must be a worse date of all yeah. time than one syllable Nando's at dinners. I went on a date. Great. I went on a date once, and uh, we went and hung out at the mall that I used to do circuits at. You know, when you're a kid and you just, like, do circuits around the mall, like, sup, what are you up to? Nothing. And we went to the North City Plaza in Porirua, which was our hangout. Did well, a few... the answer always at North City Porirua, if the, if the question is what are you up to, the answer is always nothing. <laughs> nothing. Hey, it is a great mall. But uh, my date consisted of us doing laps of the mall, and then at each, entra- each entrance, we went and, like, had a ciggy, and we're like, yeah, should we go for a rolly? Yeah. And then we, like, went to a different entrance. It was a terrible day. So this was magical. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like smoking a durry and a mall. In a mall <laughs> car park. It's a good time on a milk crate. Okay, uh, and, and Sharon was uh, pregnant by the end of the walk as well. I <laughs> went <laughs> under the edge. Worst date ever. Sam, what was yours? Okay, well, I was pregnant, and my ex decided to set me up with somebody to try and palm me off on someone else, and he took me to McDonald's. Oh. What? It was, yeah, it was hilarious. I'm still friends with the guy now. I'm very confused. So, you, so the, child, the, guy, the guy who got you pregnant was like, okay, well, I need to find the lady that got pregnant some new love. So he tried to hook you up with someone he knew. Yeah. Yeah, it was somebody from his work. Um, yeah. And he took yeah. you to Mecca's. The awkward, yeah. That is a terrible, terrible date. I mean, I love McDonald's more than the next person, but not to go on a date. Did it at least take you to dine in and like, push you down the slide, or what happened? Did it, were you <laughs> drive through and you're in the car? No, no, he actually took me in, but it was just the awkwardest thing ever, sitting there knowing that I'm pregnant and I'm set up with some random guy that I'd never met before. Oh, so, Jesus. Hey, McDonald's thing. is a great date yeah, if you're four years old no. and you're taking another person it's that's four quick. years old. It's quick. So you could kind of go, you don't have to spend like two hours with someone if you decide you don't like them. Yeah. And if it works well, you can end up boning in the playground. Oh, <laughs> in God. the ball pit. Maddie, <laughs> welcome along to the show. What was the worst date you ever went on? Hey, um, I had an ex-boyfriend take me... To the McDonald's ball pit? No! <laughs> no! No, McDonald's drive through no, oh, no. And then the ball pit. It gets even worse. So you, they no, only... I didn't even get to play on the playground. <laughs> so what did you do after you went to the drive through Like, where did you eat? In the car park? Uh, uh, in the car park by the beach, I think, but it was dark, so... What was the point? Oh, oh my God. I had a shocker. You thought Sharon was taken around the potty to a mall and had a cigarette, uh, a roll-up cigarette at uh, every single one of the entrance of the uh, potty nice. to a mall. Yeah. Uh, Sharon, I, I once had a day when I was like 18 years old 
And uh, she was like, oh, come pick me up. So I went and picked her up and stuff. And she's like, oh, just take me here. And uh, took her there and took her to her house. Not take you there, yeah. No, no, actually, like, in the car. Yeah. Take me all the way. It was basically like... To another place. It was like an Uber driver. I was like, I had to take her to a tinny house. I had to wait outside while she went and got a tinny. Then I went and dropped her at another guy's house who didn't have a car to pick her up. Oh, my God. So you were an Uber driver. I was an Uber driver. And then I waited diligently outside. Oh, well, Danielle, I think that John's date may have been worse than ours. What do you reckon? Yeah, no, that sounds a little bit worse than I'd go and drive through. Yeah, I feel better about mine. Yeah, what are you doing after work, Jono? Can you give us a ride? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take you to the Poirier Mall, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, roll your own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the ball pit. What? No, what? no, no. No, we're not going no, to the ball pit. No, no, we're not. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. I think I may have abused a stranger today. Well, talking quietly now doesn't make up for no, it. Not, it a, um, not, not a highlight of the old week. What did you say? Um, what, was the, what was the abuse? I said, move your effing car, you loser! Because I thought that it was Guy Williams. <laughs> so I, I was... Because Guy got the exact same car as me last year. It was very single white female of him. Right. And so you're driving behind it and all you see is a gigantic head. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's got a so massive I, head, isn't he? So massive it looked head. like him. Don't know how he fits his head in a car. And I'm <laughs> at the lights. And so I lean out the car and I'm like, this is classic, I'm going to heckle him. So I yell out the car, I'm like... Like really loud, and I'm sitting here like waiting for him to react, hanging out the window like this is classic, classic gag, Sharon, classic gag, and yeah, all these people are like looking at this car, and then he doesn't react at all, and so I think oh maybe maybe he can't hear me, so I start tooting the horn, and the guy just drives <laughs> off, doesn't respond. Have you just abused now, a complete stranger for no reason? Not sure. Well, I haven't heard from Guy about it. I tried to ring him earlier and he didn't answer his phone. So I'm like, he's either annoyed at me for embarrassing him in the middle of Newmarket in Auckland or it wasn't him and I have no idea. You can't out-embarrass Guy Williams. No. Can't out. So I'm thinking if it was him, he would have heard you and he would have appreciated yeah, the joke. he would have. So I've... Uh, but you I definitely abused a stranger. But I don't know if it was a stranger. I'm too, I'm so I'm too scared to say if you've been abused today by Sharon. The phones are just going to light no. up like a Christmas tree. Okay, yeah, well, should we ring... A plethora of calls. <laughs> should we ring most Guy successful then? phone topic ever. <laughs> Have you been abused today by Sharon Casey? We'll ring Guy again and see if he answers now because we're on the radio. Five people in the office we can see. We'll put their hands up oh, right now. Oh, okay, guys. And they're the only five we can see. Don't make me out to be the workplace bully. <laughs> the phones are going I'm as scared well. she's going to abuse me, so I'll stop. Can you turn the mics off? I need to abuse him. <laughs> Hello, Guy Williams speaking. G-dubs, it's S uh, C here. It's Sharon. Uh, we swear on the radio together. Uh, how's it going? Oh, Obviously, the, uh, uh, the initials of your name don't actually... Uh... Mate, I thought we had nicknames going on, but that's fine. Um, I what, gotta... was you, what were you calling yourself? Uh, SC? I know that you've never called me that, but I always call you G-dubs. I was just I trying to start a thing. I woman calling <laughs> No. G-dubs, it's the white rhino here as well, mate. <laughs> hey, um, I need to ask you a question. It's a skinny twig as well, too. I'm very scared as to what this question is going to be. There's been an incident today, and were yeah. you in Newmarket today? With your big fat head and you're driving around in your car? <laughs> uh, no, I was not in Newmarket today. <gasps> oh, so oh, you went in the fat head mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sharon just abused someone that was driving a car like I yours. I thought that you were driving. I thought it was you in front of me and I leaned out a window and told someone to effing move because they were a loser because I thought it was you. I am sorry. Oh, no, actually, I changed that. I'm excited to announce that I wasn't anywhere near the market driving oh. my car today. If that was you today, 0800 The Edge, we need to we need to get you to call I apologise. I apologise. Well, um... How does it feel that she knows that she would abuse you if she did see you, though? <laughs> um, rubbish. You're a terrible friend and I hate you. Oh. 
Oh, oh, you oh, see, that's really custom. <laughs> oh, he sees how it's like right now. Oh, OK. Good Bye. on you, good on you, good guy. Good on you, mate. See you later. If I saw you, mate, I would never abuse you. No. But, cheers, guys. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know how to react when someone says something nice to him. <laughs> Bye, guys. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. It is our People's Court. Cases not big enough for the proper court. End up with us and with with you guys being the judge and uh, jury on the case. None of this, none of this, as the disclaimer states, is part of the New Zealand judicial system. We just want to clarify that. Uh, Today is the case of You Can't Have My Daughter. Very interesting one, this. We're going to get to it right now. We've got John on 0800 The Edge right now. John, you're the dad of our plaintiff's girlfriend, and he wants to marry your daughter, but you're not keen on the situation. No. My problem is these these two roosters, they're only young. Yeah, You've got your entire life to get married and, 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 and all that sort of carry on. Yeah, Live some life. You don't go and get married now. Why? Okay, okay well, let's, let's find out from Damien. Uh, you want to marry John's daughter. How old are you straight off the bat, Damien? Uh, I'm 23. Oh, it is quite young. It's quite young to get married. How old's your, uh, how old's your girlfriend, Damien? Oh, she's 23 as well. Mm, okay. And how, okay. Long, how, how long have you guys been together for? Uh, three years. So I feel like that's enough time, right? Do you live together? Uh, yeah, we live together. Okay, and you've been together for three years. That doesn't seem too outrageous to me. Did you ask John's permission before you even proposed to your girlfriend? Yeah, I did, but he just wasn't having a bar of it. He, he mentioned um, that he wasn't... He didn't think that my job could um, could provide for both of us. What is your job? What do you do? I'm a graphic designer. Oh, mate. What? You could graphic design a future together, you and <laughs> you and John's That's daughter. Great wedding invitations. You actually sound like a very nice person. So, John, I'm really struggling to find how you can be so against this guy. What's wrong with Damien? Why do you not want him to marry your girl, your daughter? Is it too young? Like I said, you know, graphic design, what sort of Wally world is that? How are you going to afford to buy a house, for God's sake, man? Nobody can afford to buy a house these days. This is what I'm, I'm worried about. So it's purely... I'm concerned. It's purely a money thing. It's nothing to do with his personality or anything like that. Well, you know, the job's a little bit, you know, airy-fairy, but that's just me, you know? John, what are you... John's a, John's a farmer. I bet John kills things with his bare hands for a living <laughs> yeah, yeah. or something, doesn't he? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running an engineering business, so I, I work with, yeah, with, with cogs and, and stuff like that, you know? Grease. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Machinery. Okay, so, listen, I'm on John's side here. What? I'm on the dad's side. I oh, wanna... So, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Damien, what, what are you going to do? Like, uh, obviously, uh, John has said no, you can't marry his daughter. Are you going to do it anyway, or is this what you're trying to decide? Well, I mean, obviously, I want you know, I want the, the, my her dad's blessing, so I don't want to. It would be really awkward at the wedding if if, if I, we turn up and he's just sitting there giving us the evil. So I'd love for him to come on board, but I, I'm gonna we're gonna get married, so what? he should he needs to just get over it, I suppose. Would you still turn up to the wedding, John, if they go through with it? Well, she's my little girl. Of course, I'm gonna turn up to her wedding, but. You know, this rooster, he's got to do some more to bring me around. You can't just decide, you know, after three years, oh, we're going to get married. Yeah, it's it's about more than that. This is your partner for life, man. You know, you've got to buy a house. You've got to provide for your family. You've got to get married. John, not a bloody rehearsal. John, how old were you when you got married, and how long were you with uh, your wife? Well, I was 28, and um, I've been together for about maybe nine months. Nine yeah. months? Oh, nine months. Okay, so you, you, you need to cut it out. <laughs> Damien sounds like a 
really, really nice person, and I reckon that he's going to have to just do it anyway, but maybe we throw it out to our listeners anything, right now. If anything, Damien sounds like a good rooster, John. He sounds like a, but I'm on, I'm on John's side. Because when he first started this, he's like, they're young, they need to do some living. Why don't you go and see some other roosters? <laughs> Oh, I hundred the edge. Show your cock to other roosters. No, oh, sure no. Abby, do you think that Damien should still ask his girlfriend to get married or respect her father's wishes? No, go ahead and propose. What's this is olden days crap where he has to ask the father for permission? I mean, she's not his property. She's her own person. Oh, okay. Now, yeah. see, I thought being a girl, you'd be on the father's side because they have a very special bond, the father and the daughter, don't they? But don't think, after hearing what how he's talking, that he is actually going to uh, take his advice. It was more a courtesy. It was a courtesy call, I think, I think he was doing. I think you should ask out of respect, but if they yeah. say no, just ask anyway. Tracy, welcome to the show. What do you think? I think the dad needs to get over it a little. Like I, w- I was married at 20 years old, and I've now coming up 10 years married, and wow. two kids later. So oh, good on you. That's good. And how long were you guys together before you got married? Um, about a year. Oh, there you go. Wow, okay. congratulations. Well, that was a stupid decision, but I'm glad it turned out well. <laughs> oh. I'm glad it turned out well. It wasn't a stupid when decision. You, when you know, you know, Jonathan. Kelly, yes or no, should he still ask? Yes, he should. And has anybody, has John actually asked his daughter what she would like? Damn straight, Kelly. I got married at 22. I'm now 45 and I'm still married to the same man and made a great decision. Oh, listen, it's like, the, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, when you bet on the horses. You hear about all the good stories, don't you? <laughs> you, don't, you no one's phoned up and gone, oh, I had a real shocker. I got married at 19. Oh, was that all the time. Robin, what do you reckon? Um, I think the dad should just get over it because, I mean, they've been together for, what, three years and they're already living together, so they're already making a future and planning ahead for all of those things. So I don't really see what the problem is about not being able to provide. All right. already doing it. Uh, hung, not a hung jury, what is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, not well. <laughs> <laughs> then, I think a unanimous a decision. Unanimous decision. decision. The word. This unanimous is why it's decision. not a real court. But we'll go back to Damien and John. And Damien, you just heard it then. Uh, everyone's saying you can you go ahead, go ask your girlfriend to marry you. Really? Yeah, what are you, don't sound so surprised, Damien. Really? You need to be like, celebrating. I wasn't that keen. Everyone, everyone thinks no, that, you know, the da- that everyone thinks John's is going to come around to the idea, so Damien, go buy that diamond and get that lavish proposal ready, babe. Was well, this is just an elaborate ploy to get out of proposing to your girlfriend, Damien, because it has backfired big time. Oh, I feel like I let that slip way too hard. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> okay, maybe everyone's votes have changed now. Oh, well, da- John, John, you're being quite silent here. Yeah, I am. I, you know, you're kind of just heavy breathing. <laughs> Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna put me in a kangaroo court like this, I you know, don't have too much for state. Yeah, I've I've stated my case, but if everybody else, but if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. I was just oh. all I wanted was here for you to give some thought to it. Oh, oh yes. yes. Look, look, mate, you're still invited to the wedding, and like we like I Damien, said before, we'd love to see you there. Sh- Damien's oh, lovely. He's just he's just given his approval. Damien, you need to celebrate. You yeah, well, no, it's, it's backhand. It's backhanded approval. It's not a blessing. <laughs> Yeah. What sort of rooster is he now, though, uh, John? That's the important question. Yeah, if he's if he's going to go to this much trouble to go and put it to a public court, well, maybe there's something there that possibly I can work with. Oh, oh there we go. There we go. To the people's court today. Now, next, we're going to call her and you're going to propose <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Good on you guys. Thanks for being part of the old the old people's court. And if you want to, just head along to the John O'Bean and Sharon Facebook page. That's oh. on the internet. John O'Bean and Sharon on the edge.